going straight into it. Um, yeah, well, it doesn't have to be straight into it. Let's take a few curveballs and sure. just get our way into the episode. Um, I think you should officially intro this one. Episode 48. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Uh, Dolly. Sorry, it's me. Um, and as always, we have Eric, Jimmy Johnson, breakfast sandwiches. We love them. To That's know right. them is to love them. Right? They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sandwiches are delicious. <laughs> yeah, they are. Sandwiches are incredible. Uh, I meant you, like you me, but, not, but also, yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Both can be found in the freezer section. <laughs> yeah, I like I like to stay cool. I like to stay cold at all times. Yeah, dude. Um, well, yeah, this is episode 48. Um, I guess we're going to call this one the West Side Story episode. Yeah? Yeah. Is that fair Which to say? Which happens in the eastern United States, so it's odd to call it West Side Story, but it's the west side of New York City. Yes, Manhattan. Right? Or the Bronx? I don't know. Queens? Somewhere. Pro- it's somewhere that's a little slummy based on the history of this, of what we're doing today. Yeah. Um, and it was slummy in the 60s when the original came out. Mm-hmm. And what is West Side Story for those that have no clue? West Side Story started as a Broadway production. It was a musical. Leonard Bernstein, the great composer. The famous. Genius. I love him so much. Um wrote all the music for it and I didn't realize this well I've loved it doesn't matter I'll go into that later the lyricist was uh Stephen Sondheim who just passed um but he contributed mm. so much to Broadway um he did Company um he did uh Into the Woods um he did oh, nice. uh Sunday in the Park just just fantastic the guys is a tons legend of, tons of classics that and, have been being done for decades and decades yeah and he's inspired so many people like without him we wouldn't have gotten um jonathan larson who did rent um and without jonathan mm. larson we wouldn't have gotten lin-manuel miranda so it's just insane one of your faves reach. yeah so and i i'm in a and dolly's a huge musical fan i have seen some but not as many and so i was a little less uh, versed and had not seen the original West Side Story from 1961. Yeah. And some say it's 1957, but the Broadway production was from the 50s. So I think the movie was 1961 when it came out, but it was made for a couple years or something. Huh. But the new, there's a new one as well. Yeah. By Stevie Spielberg. Yeah. Steve Bo Spielberg. Steve Berg yes. and sp- Spiel's Bell. Steve Steven Spielberg. I can't mess that one up because yeah. he's one of my icons. Um, and I will say that every movie he's done that I've seen has aliens in it. So mm-hmm. I was skeptical off the bat if he yeah. was going to incorporate aliens into West Side Story or something. Yeah. Um, and just spoiler alerts, I guess, is you're going to probably figure out the plot because we're going to compare the old one to the new one and talk about the differences. Yeah. So if you haven't seen them yet, that's on you. It's a 60 year old film. Mm-hmm. So. You've had 60 years yeah. to check this out. Yeah. You should blame Over yourself 60. and your parents for not exposing you to this beautiful piece of work. 
and I feel like if you if you've seen if you I don't know if you've only seen the old one and we talk about the new one some you're not gonna it's not gonna ruin the new one for you yeah it, they're not it's not a big jump from the original movie besides film production going way up sure that's fair. some people would say just based on like the way that films are shot now compared to how they ha- used to have to do it and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and everything so yeah. but yeah that's that's what we're doing breaking down west side story breaking it down yeah um yeah so i really want to hear your thoughts eric because as i said um i i've always all i the from the first time that i saw the original movie um i loved it and not because i like a, a big portion of why i love west side story is because of leonard bernstein like i fell in love with leonard bernstein mm-hmm. My freshman year of college, I was introduced to Rhapsody in Blue. And then from there, it was Denzel. Um, uh, And so finding out that he had written all the music for this movie, like, blew my mind. And it's so, like, beautifully orchestrated. Like, every song is so complex in, um, like, how the music, like, twists and turns around each scene. And just, like, how it builds tension and drama it's just so great um so that was my introduction to west side story was like falling in love with the music and then characters were second to that like my favorite character has always been anita um who in the original movie is played by um rita moreno Moreno. yeah thank you sorry i blanked (laughs) oh no they were i was uh i and she's in the new one. She as a is different, in the new one. Different a- actress. Yeah. Uh, different character. She, Anita's an error. Yeah, that's what I meant. She's herself. <laughs> she's still she's still herself. <laughs> she picked a new life. identity. Um, yeah, but she's 88 years old yeah. when she was in this one. So this is the thing about this cast. So um, classic films. One reason I love classic films is when I'm watching them, I look at the cast members online while the movie's happening because they're moving a little slower. Usually I can do that. Yeah. And you see kind of what their where their careers went, what they did, um, how many of them are still alive. This movie, the original, surprisingly has a lot of original cast members that are like 87, 88 and still around. Yeah. You mean in the remake? Which is pretty cool. Uh, no. So I'm saying oh, ones from the original from, are still alive. And they're not all in this movie, but it's cool to see like, hey, you got this many original cast members that are in their late 80s that are still still around yeah um and not everyone's that lucky and you got to wonder one of the guys died in his 50s and like 56 and you're like if someone would have told you then hey you're gonna be dead in 15 years right <laughs> you're like do you want to know that no you don't yeah. well I um, but that's the stuff i'm i get obsessed about uh life life's how people lived and how they died and so like the old movies i'm looking stuff up all the time the new ones i'm like these guys are still around so it's less classy yeah or less classic for me sure um but yeah this is uh the rita moreno in the original Mm -hmm. was anita who um if anyone doesn't know the characters anita is a main uh we should we should just tell the premise of, of, of West, West Side Story real quick. Okay. I'd love to hear. I would love to hear you explain it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, there's these two gangs. Notice. Well, so yeah, you're it's right. Kind you're of, right. It's, 
I know. I well, I know it's correct, <laughs> but I'm just I'm not trying to make it too simplistic. So there's a Puerto Rican gang, and there's the and sharks. They're part of the of uh, uh, yeah the sharks in mm-hmm. the '60s. Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. Yep. And so, um, and I don't know when they became a state. So that's a history lesson fact. I'm not going to look up at the moment, but um, basically, this is a kind of a race wars kind of like. Uh, movie in a way in a way um but it's actually highlighting inequalities and people fighting over stupid stuff so it's really an anti-racist anti um separation movie in a way so then there's a slum the kids from the slums in new york have a group called the sharks no the jets wait the jets yeah the jets the The sharks are from Yes, from Puerto Rico because they're in, near the water where the sharks were is what I'm thinking. Okay. Just just guessing. <laughs> yeah. So there's two two rival gangs. Anita is the girlfriend of the leader uh, of Bernardo. the sharks. and Bernardo, and I forgot a space on his name for a minute, so we're going to fill in some gaps yeah, here. Yeah, I got you. And then uh, Riff is the main leader of the Jets, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend's name is something stupid. No, I'm just kidding. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. What her name was. She doesn't have uh, a But she was not a main, she's not a main character. No. Yeah. Um, and then there's the golden boy, Tony. Mm-hmm. And Tony is, he used started, to be a Jet. He started the Jets with Riff. Yeah, so he's an OG yeah. Jet, but then he goes to prison or, yeah, prison for beating someone almost to death mm. and decides to change his ways, gets out and he's living a uh, cleaner life and not getting into trouble. And then he gets kind of sucked back into trouble. Yeah. Um, and another main character is Maria. Mm-hmm. And Maria is the sister of Bernardo. Um, Bernardo. And every time I start to say his name, I feel like I'm going to say it wrong. So um, the younger sister. So he's very protective. So we have Maria, Puerto Rican and Tony who fall in love Mm -hmm. towards the beginning. And this is like the white New York boy falling in love with the Puerto Rican girl. And it's it's taboo because they say stick with your own. Yeah. Which now and what's interesting on the on the new one steven spielberg in an interview was talking about he's saying when we started making this and planning this five years ago the tensions weren't as strong as they are now when it got released between like races based on like a lot of the political stuff that's happened so now he said it's even more relevant and that we made this movie now to kind of highlight all these things that are because it it make it makes the people that are fighting all the time look like kind of dumb like why are you doing this yeah (laughs) like all the hurt and pain you're causing like what are you actually getting out of it Mm -hmm. and i thought that was one of the coolest like lessons out of that in the 60s for them to do that then was cool and then now i'm like this is still relevant 60 years later yeah so those are a little breakdown of some of the characters Mm -hmm. um but basically these two gangs are trying to fight all the time and uh lives get hurt in the process and uh they're fighting over stuff that doesn't really matter and the people that care about them want them to stop that but they don't yeah so that's kind of some of the stuff yeah basically from the jets perspective the white gang that the sharks are moving into their territory so they feel like they're losing their neighborhood um and at the time uh so when this movie is set um it was uh, uh, there was something about I read something in an interview. The like street gangs 
were the thing like not because it was cool or popular mm-hmm. or whatever it was just like it was about protecting your neighborhood making Survival. sure that yeah yeah making sure that you and yours were protected um and anyone from the outside was a threat um and that's how yeah. the sharks are perceived in this and vice versa like um they kind the the sharks uh i guess the the a big um underlying uh, theme for the sharks is like trying to make it uh, like uh, hope in America to like um, make money to survive to like provide for their family and friends um, and yeah. uh, it between the two gangs that's what's kind of the highest point for them is like not not seeing that um, that both can coexist basically yeah and it would have been so easy. There's so many points you're just like, you guys don't have to do this. Yeah. I'm like, I you're like, I don't talk to the screen very often, but it's just like, I was like, I know it's like written to be a certain thing and the songs and the thing that that about the old one that got me at first was how long the intro was. I, I rented it on iTunes and I found it's for free on YouTube since then. But <laughs> anyway, I rented it and I, the beginning shows this like, drawing and old movies back in the day just took a long time to start and it was like all the credits yeah, rolled the title but this cards. is like a red yeah the the title card on this is a probably a drawing of new york as like lines mm-hmm. and it sits there for like 10 20 seconds on one color then it changes to another color and i was like is this signifying all the gangs there's gonna be like seven gangs coming out yeah and so i just jumped ahead two minutes i was like i'm not gonna watch this thing just happen with the music which i should have listened to the song mm-hmm. but it just took forever and the new one was like hit the ground running yeah boom and then it's off and going but the first one it's just like these old old like helicopter shots over the city like way up high and and i liked i was expecting the if you watch the trailer there's like a narrator and i was expecting the narrator and there was nothing i was like oh okay yeah it's the the it's the whistle which is great yeah there's a whistle or whatever it was and then there's like a snap Mm mm-hmm it's so and it's just this like rhythmic thing yeah and but when it started out and they started hopping around and swinging their legs at i'm like okay this is dumb <laughs> it, it, t- it took a moment for me to get into because at first i was like guys don't dance like this but this is like 60 years ago yeah and then um and then i then as it went on i got more into the dancing and then the and the dialogue is really um placed well and it's like not a ton of words because they're they're not singing the whole time, but it's like it's it's good dialogue and the songs were great. Yeah. Um, and the orchestration is incredible on the music and stuff, too. So it just took me a minute to get into like the dancing, swinging around of these like and they look older to me. The original ones. I, oh, yeah. I was like, man, they, these are like adults, but they're like supposed to be playing teens. And the new one, I was like, these are children. Yeah, because it's like everyone looks so young in the new one. But I think it's just because people that were young back in the day all automatically look older to me based on the way they dressed. And the new one, I was like, these are kids dressing like the old days. And so therefore, I know it's kids. Sure. <laughs> the, well, I think it's both. The thing that gets me. I think the uh, well, I'd be curious, actually. Um, but I do know that the the new cast um the girl's 17 
Not and uh, I don't know about the guy. He was in Fault in Our Stars, and I didn't see that movie, but I saw a preview for it, and I was like, "Oh, that guy." Yeah. Um, which is where the girl has like cancer or disease or something. I'm not spoiling it. It's a known <laughs> known fact. And then he like loves this girl who's terminally ill. You know. Um, so Natalie Wood was 20 in the original West Side Story. Okay. Um, the guy Three who played Bernardo was. Oh, I can't do quick math like that. Hold on. You mean uh, math, like, he was based on what they're saying? Yeah. Well, she I'm a little cross-referencing yeah. the date of the movie versus when they were born. Hold on. It doesn't matter. They were in their late 20s. Yeah. Um, some of them. Some of them. And some were in their 20s. Yeah, yeah. So I just feel like people back in the day looked more adult when they were younger. That's that's all, mm -hmm. I think. Um based on just the way the the true style because they shot it in the era of the 60s and the new one the new one was done in the style of the 60s which i actually loved a lot that it like threw back to that and it stayed in the same zone because i was gonna think i was thinking it was gonna be more modern yeah no it's really great and i like that there was not a single cell phone and all the cars were like i feel like it's stuff like although the movie the original movie was done in 1961 it's not set in 1961 it's set in like the thirties, isn't it? Oh, or the forties? Forties. The cars are the cars are older. It is like forties, actually. You're right. Probably more than the sixties. Um, because because it's like the old. It's not a Model T. No. But it's like the old like Studebakers and the older, it, like cop cars and yeah. stuff like that. It look. It's I, just found, it said the fifties, so it's probably early fifties. Um, yeah, and this is set, but it's, but it's not a stretch. Not when a stretch. you're making a movie in six in sixty one, and the era was eight years ago, it's not too hard to find all the vehicles and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but I think because now, now it's a lot harder. Yeah, but I think because they centered most of the looks around what uh, these gangs um, in New York, like the apparel that those kids would wear in the fifties. Um, so I think that's yeah. the placement of the whole thing. Yeah, I love the look of it and and the feel of it. Um, and the original one, um, I was shocked at how sad it was. Yeah. By the time it got to the end, never seeing it. And I was like, this was freaking depressing. But it was really good at the same time. Yeah. But I was couldn't believe like the outcome of stuff on as it continued on. Um, yeah. So there's ups and downs. There's like that middle that's just like this love, love floaty area where everything's perfect and the two people are in love and then it's like the world's going to be perfect. Yeah. And then well, things start to spiral. Yeah, yeah. Let me briefly go through the like plot points of the movie. So um, yeah. it opens up with the jets kind of um, harassing the sharks in the streets. Um and it's, it's kind of boiling up to a point. Um, Riff, who is the Jets leader currently, um, tells Tony that they need to do something about the sharks. And Tony's like, dude, we just got to chill. Like, it's not that serious. Um, and then they like, there's a dance. Alone. Yeah. Riff knows that there's a dance going on, like a community dance in the neighborhood or whatever. So they expect the sharks to be there. Um, and so they show up. Maria is um, told to, like, keep her eyes down. Don't dance with a boy. Like, you're young. You're little. Especially not a white boy. Yeah. 
you're young, you're little, you're going to go to the dance. This is her brother telling her, you're going to go to the dance with, um, it's the, oh gosh, what is his character's name? Chino, Chino. my friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's like safe. He's cute. He's going to, like, he's going to do what I say. You're going to go go to the date with him or go to the dance with him. It's safe. It makes the brother feel safe yeah. for his sister. Yeah. Because he knows Chino's not going to like mess around with her. Um, Take advantage. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the dance, right? And then Tony spots Maria. They basically can't keep their eyes off each other. And they, I can't remember if they dance in the original or not. I think they do. Um, And then. Um, They do for a minute and then like kiss. Yeah. Kiss and then get broken up. um, By Bernardo. Yeah, by Bernardo. They, the Jets and the Sharks um say that they're gonna like have a sit down basically because they're pissed with each other they're they're gonna end up fighting but they want to like discuss terms they're about gonna, the fight they're discuss a, a rumble yeah. as they call it yeah yeah so everyone goes home uh the jets and the sharks uh meet up at the candy shop uh it's owned by doc who is kind of like um he's like the grandpa Kind of. Yeah, he's like the elder that the Jets go to. Like, he's the one cool old dude that, like, just lets them do whatever do they, they hang want. Out like, be cool. At, it, at his place. Yeah. Um, and so they meet up there. They discuss the terms of the Rumble. Um, and they. Bernardo only agrees because he thinks he's going to fight Tony. But um, there's another Jets member who's the best fighter, basically. Um, which is um, I know his name they were talking about it but it doesn't matter but again another guy it was his first acting role oh oh wait no in the original actually Chino Chino in the original and Chino in the new one it was there for both their first acting roles in movies oh cool the the new Chino uh, was in I mean he he wasn't in he wasn't a part of the original cast but he was in Hamilton not too long ago um, the traveling the thing and so was the new Anita the new Anita was in Hamilton. Yeah, also. She the, was original the original Broadway cast. Yeah, yeah, Ariana yeah. DeBose. She's and she's a great. She's amazing. I, can't, I thought it was like cast so well. I know. I was like, she's the coolest. I can't wait yeah. to like get into it. I'm so excited. Um, but so so we got to that spot okay, of the yeah, story. Uh, yeah. So they agree to fight. Um, they. Uh, what happens? Um, Maria has her. Everyone knows the moment. Um, I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. She's like enamored with Tony, basically. Um, yeah. They they have a scene together where they basically like still steal kisses from each other. Where like they're like, we're going to, you know, I can't wait to see you next time. Like we're going to go on a date. We're going to run away. All that stuff. Um, Tony. They're planning on running away the first night they hang out. Yeah. Or at, when they're in the alley or whatever. And it's like talking about like running away together and getting married and stuff. And you're like, wow, you, you just met. But yeah. cool. Um, Tony leaves to go to the rumble, right? To stop it. Cause Maria knows that mm-hmm. the fight's going to happen. Um, so Tony g- gets there, uh, the rum, he tries to stop the rumble, but then gets punched and then immediately gets pissed and tries to fight Bernardo. And then like everyone is, or the, the, the other shark members are like hitting him as well as he's like trying to escape and like they keep pushing him to the center to f- to fight bernardo we should say sharks with like a australian accent sharks sharks but they're or a new york accent <laughs> yeah. 
I know, Char- but charks. it just sounds cool. Shacks. I'll say it with shacks. a Latin accent. How about that? No, I'm not okay. Gonna, I'll try I'll to do the shacks. Yeah, the for my brother who's in Australia. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so they're they're uh, the fight breaks out. Fight breaks out. Uh, We're just getting through. Tony the story. ends the story. up killing Bernardo. Spoiler. After, after Bernardo killed Riff, his yeah. best friend. Yeah. Um, stabbed him with a knife and then he grabs a knife and runs it into Bernardo which is his new girl's brother right which is not great uh, everyone scatters because the police feels bad. finds them Tony runs back to Maria to, uh, I can't remember in the original if he tells her that he killed Bernardo or not uh, Chino told her first and says she's oh. like what happened to Tony what happened to Tony he's like he killed your brother and she's like weirdly not that phase that her brother's dead which totally like yeah weirded me out that she's not more upset and then she's just like but i love him and then he like yeah shows and up at the window they end up sleeping together um anita in the old one they just the kind of they allude yeah to there's it. a fade um there's a cross fade in the old one but they had sex mm-hmm. um they had the sex and anita ca- basically catches maria yeah and she hears through the door them talking together and uh-huh. he doesn't get out of the room very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And throughout the movie, there's uh, Officer Crumpke. Oh, yeah. Uh, is trying to. Real name. Um, he's kind of a uh, he's kind of a double crosser. Like he tries to play friends of the Jets, like tries to use his own white card against these white kids of like, I'm on your side. I want to, you know, jail Not the Puerto Ricans. Them. Yeah, um, yeah. He tries to get on their side. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's, he's like, just You guys got to help me out here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's gross. And he shows That actor up... was in Hawaii Five-0. The original? some episodes, too. Yeah, the original oh. actor, yeah. I like... Uh, here's an insight into how... Um, just my brain, I guess, or my makeup. Um, I like dudes that are built like that guy. Like broad barrel chested, crumpy, crumpy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you're, pr- you he's say not you're the from New York. Guy in the world. Yeah, like you say you're from New York, you look, but he you've looks got, like he's from New York. But you've got like Midwest vibes. Like he's a John Hamm type. Do you know what I mean? Like he's kind of tall, wide. Mm-hmm. Corey Stoll, who is in the new one as Officer Crumpy, um, is one of those uh, guys too. Yeah. So like it. Let's go back to the movie. Now. I thought that the new one looked a lot leaner than the old one. Yeah. I would say based on the two, like the builds, the other guys built like he's like, he's usually played a bad guy in a lot of things that I'd seen actually too. Yeah. Uh, from back in the day. But, um, but he's like, he has a very like cop look about him too at the same time. Yeah. Like the body type of a Chicago gangster from the thirties. Yes. Yes, Dead that's, 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 the, that's my type. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, Al Capone's your dude. Al Capone hit me up. <laughs> Not now. He's you're no a ghost. longer with us. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't, do not. Haunt Unless you're a ghost, me, don't come visit me, okay? Um, yeah. And uh, okay, so Officer Crumpke shows up to Maria's apartment. Um, and he. He uh, he's trying to get information as far as where uh, Tony is and where the rest of the sharks and all that stuff is. Um, Maria 
Maria and Anita are like pissed at each other. Um, but they're still Rightly so. Yeah, <clears throat> rightly so. But um, But how is Maria Maria is not that sad about her brother dying. Right. She might I be in shock though. Probably. I would hope so. But it, hope so. it totally like threw me off a little bit. Yeah. Um and Anita's like then singing to her about love and stuff and then they kind of make up a little bit but I'm like but the guy that you're you're the guy that you're in love with dead um boyfriend no well yeah her boyfriend's Anita's boyfriend killer is the Anita's boy boyfriend (laughs) that just died (laughs) by the hands of Tony and then is Tony is dating Maria and it's all this weird thing and then they're like somehow supporting it (laughs) and I'm just like how are you the new one i think did a better job of like showing a little bit of the angst with it yeah because because they like laid it out differently where it it, it had like you're gonna have to leave yeah she's like you you will have to leave will, will you support me she's like we will but you can't stay around here no, none of us will support this yeah and like that's a little more realistic than the other one they're just like you're in love we understand yeah um you just killed killed your brother Maria basically signals Anita to find Tony to tell him that they need to leave immediately. Uh, like they need to run away tonight. Yeah. Um, and so Anita leaves. She go. She goes and finds Doc's uh, candy bar, whatever. Where Tony's hiding out. Yeah. Um, but she walks into the store and finds all the jets there. And what? And they're terrible to her. Absolutely terrible. Rita Moreno always described the scene as the rape scene. Um, although there's not a. Um, a rape. Yeah. The rape assault does not happen, but the assault happens. Like the guys. Yeah, she's pushed around to everyone and yelled at Pushed around. Stuff. Yeah, they jump her. Over. And the only reason. And mm. uh, who stops him? Doc? Doc comes out, right? Doc. Doc comes out and stops them. Stops yeah. them, yells at them. Um, and when and she like tries storming out and she turns around and yells at all the boys. And yeah, uh, that scene is one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen in my life. Like her delivery of her dialogue, Rita Moreno, and her delivery yeah. is top of the her top. Her voice is like shaky, but also unwavering. And she's so pissed. And she's like, she's just decided that she's like, Chino, tell Tony that Chino killed Maria. Maria when he found out about him. And, and she's just so pissed at Maria at that point, she's almost like gonna make it happen. Yeah, she's about to go make it happen. And and then it makes Tony think that uh, Maria is already dead. And I, I was so pissed during that scene because I'm like, these people are animals and terrible. They're like name calling mm-hmm. all these things, which uh, I'm just like, there's no room for that. And I was like, how hard would it have been for Tony to just come upstairs? Yeah. <laughs> how hard if you hear a little commotion, who was that? Be like, how about you come upstairs and keep these animals off of her? Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it was. Uh, yeah. So continuing. Uh, and then from there. The Jets tell Tony that she died, that Maria died, right? Uh, Doc tells him because Doc thinks that what she said is accurate, is true. Yeah. 
Um, and she was just like, uh, she's like, you know what? I came here to help help out, but screw it. Yeah. He's get, he killed her. Yeah, Chino. This and that. And then so then yeah so then Tony goes running out of the streets yelling for Chino to kill right. him too because yeah. he doesn't want to live without Maria. Yeah. And so he's like looking and looking and then through the basketball courts he sees Maria and he's like Maria and he realizes she's alive and he goes running towards her and then out of the shadows comes Chino shoots him in the back right as he's getting to Maria yeah and you're just like all these steps could have been avoided mm -hmm. every single death could have after the first death that was an accidental knifing of Riff <laughs> the rest could have been avoided and everyone could have got along the accidental follows right after the <laughs> The accidental. I mean, <laughs> they were holding the knife in their hands, but it happened to go yeah. into his rib cage. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, then he's like, what did I do? And then it's like, they're stupid kids. So they're doing my favorite line, which just to backtrack a little bit towards yeah. the beginning, which they didn't bring into the new one was I, I texted you about it, I think, when I was watching it. And it was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Farting around here with some, pooping around here with dumb broads. <laughs> Because instead of like out fighting or something, yeah. and it's this line that they say like, because they carried over a lot of the phrases and like the terminology of the day, but they didn't have the pooping around. What are we doing pooping around here with dumb broads? And I the thought that was the funniest, funniest line of all time. Like yeah. be best quotable line of a movie, I think, as just like, yeah, um, <laughs> just uh, like amazing. But so so at the very so then. After after Tony gets shot, she's like, don't touch him. And she's like holding him and it's all a mm -hmm. sad moment. Then both gangs are like united over this like. Killing that didn't couple need to happen. Who's like from both. Yeah, who didn't need to happen. They were already sad from the other killing. And then somehow like the death of this, the of one of the of Tony out of the couple that's uh, the biracial group is now brought everyone together. Yeah. And they realize they don't have to fight anymore, which could have been solved a long friggin' time ago, but they're idiots. Yeah, but I think I think it works so and then uh, Officer Crumpke takes Ch Chino to jail um because he outright yeah. Yeah, killed yeah. Tony. Um but mm -hmm. I think I think it's such great writing for that scene for um, the two gangs to like finally realize that their actions oh, and hatred really um, caused this to happen and this. not even by their own hands because they all loved Tony or I mean yeah the Jets loved Tony well, whatever you know what I mean the Jets did yeah, yeah. Um, well yeah no that's the thing too and I think it like makes it so like if someone was to watch it and they're like part of a gang in real life they like think twice before like actually taking terrible action towards other groups maybe so and it's an anti like don't go do this this is what you don't do yeah uh well, story well that's what it is sorry to, to go back a second um the fact that the jets loved tony so much and that the sharks loved maria so much that now they like yeah. now that they're both hurt and like both groups have taken um such terrible loss that yeah um i would hope that it would change the rest of their lives and like they would no longer yeah. like have which that is much where it kind of leaves it yeah. leaves it where that's that's where it could get to and i really love the scene where she's like how to, give me the gun after oh, yeah. chino shot him 
and she's like, how do I do this? So I just pull the trigger and she points right at him. She's yeah. like, how many bullets are left? One for you, one for you going around to both sides and then enough mm-hmm. left for me to have one. And that was, yeah. I think that's the same line from the first one. The second one had that and it was very dramatic too. Yeah. And she's like, basically she's like, I can use this now. Cause I know how, I know hate, I feel hate and this and that yeah. based on like, you guys have created this for me. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that is so it's deep. so good. Yeah. Um, but okay, can we but it's list a gut off? Punch. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. It's, yeah, it leaves you gut punched, and then you're like, the credit every both times I watched it, and the last one, the newest one last night at the theater, and then the other one, yeah. I like the credits rolled, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just wrecked. And like, and I'm just, and I'm just like, I walk out of there, and I was like, I already knew this was gonna happen, but I was somehow hoping for a different ending. Yeah. <laughs> on this one. Yeah. And Natalie Wood from the classic oh, is like let's get into quintessential it. actress. Yeah. She is. Amazing. Should she have been in it? Oh, the original? Yeah. Like it was a different time. She was She didn't sing her own parts. Someone else sang her parts. Oh, did she? Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. She didn't actually someone else who sang for another role in there uh d- dubbed her singing. Oh, okay. So, so that was, that was something too, but I just think like she was like a starlet, a Hollywood starlet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I mean, I, I should have really, at some point I'll really look into this, um, as far as like, cause actors at that time would have contracts, um, with multiple pictures with studio houses Mm -hmm. or studio, um, uh, what's that called? whatever like um, these movies i know what you're saying like like, like they're Warner like Brothers, oh well we have uh, paramount we have natalie on she's on two other things we need her for MGM. one more we have one more contract for us so we're going to put her on this yeah it's kind of like james corden getting in all the current oh. musicals <laughs> he just has a contract with the studio house except I'm gonna, with I'm gonna dare say i'm gonna dare say that natalie wood was, is much better choice than james <laughs> corden for a musical yeah um yeah, so obviously, so there's there are some problems with the original, um, if you looked at it with the lenses that we have today. Um, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, Natalie Wood is not Puerto Rican. Um, yeah, they used to do that a lot in movies and stuff. They would have people play a different thing and just make their skin well, a little darker. Yeah, I watched, um, well, dude, Rita Moreno, they darkened Rita Moreno's skin. They applied makeup to her to make her look darker because she's a fair-skinned uh, yes. Latin woman. But she is Puerto Rican. She is Puerto Rican, but they darkened yeah. her skin. Um, and They wanted to make an accent. I thought they were just more tan because New York had a lot of sun in the summer, but yeah. it was all on purpose. It was a, it was a Same filter with Bernardo's on the camera lens. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I watch, there's this documentary on Netflix right now about Rita Moreno. And she, in it, she talks about she was, she would play the, like, ambiguous ethnic person. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, not by choice, but because those were the only roles offered to her or or for her allowed to play. She's like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, so she played um, Pacific Islander. She played Mexican. She played Mm -hmm. um, uh, indigenous uh just like a lot of these uh roles that could have gone to yeah yeah that could have gone to people of color 
from within that community but hollywood be hollywood um and well they're like we got our people we'll use her yeah i have to say and i almost have no regret saying this the singing in the new movie yeah is so much better it is it really uh, like, that's what i noticed instantly i was like oh it's it's amazing actually yeah well that's the thing about a movie for 60 years ago the way they recorded stuff not all originals can beat you can't beat the quality of the stuff that's done now and and it's saying they cast really well, well too honestly i think the casting because the people yeah, the actually sang their parts uh ansel is ansel the guy's the guy's name who yeah. played tony War, uh Ansel E. Er, Egert. Egert. Egg, Something egg, Egert. Egert. Egg. E. E. G. Yeah. Look it up. So he 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 came in and auditioned <clears throat> for Steven Spielberg, and his and he was sick when he auditioned and didn't tell anyone or like Elgort. Elgort. That's totally close to Eager Egerton or whatever. Elgort. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he came in and did a singing audition, and they were like, "Oh, his voice is." He was sick, but he didn't say anything about it. And his and Steven Spielberg was saying his voice he seen he thought was too high for Tony. But then someone's like, "Oh, he was sick," and then he came back and nailed the singing audition, and and oh, sounded nice. great. And so they instantly he's like, "You're our Tony." Um. But he did a he did a great job. The when he when he sings the Maria song. It's like amazing, and he's going so through the good. streets and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, I yeah, just this, I, and, I, and I wonder if there was any like adjusting, like um, uh, what's that program called, Eric? Where you Auto-tune. can like tune the other one, uh, Melodyne. Auto tune yeah. is very. I wonder if there was like correct pitch correcting on. Stuff, uh, I guarantee but, uh, whatever it. either way Here, i feel like i don't think there's a single album done now that's not pitch corrected not because the people aren't good singers sure but everyone's so used to hearing stuff perfectly that they do some they do a little bit of smoothie even if there's some dips and stuff and i personally like the dips and notes and sure. natural voice things but people will just make it so it sounds like perfect and it really did sure. and i'm sure they sang in the studio because it showed them singing on mic and i think they lip sync mm-hmm. for the performance because in a lot yeah. of because you got your spinning you're moving they're doing camera takes i mean to nail a recording vocal recording perfectly while doing all the moving yeah. is not as ideal and that's how they used to do stuff or they used to adr it adr stands for mm-hmm. something but it's audio when, the replacement De- direct replacement <laughs> um when because because if you think about the old stuff they were rolling the film cameras diesel replacement diesel repl- well voice voice audio diesel replacement For, that's what we're that's our story we're sticking to it so they had the the 35 millimeter cameras going <laughs> rolling the film and they're directing yeah. them and you're dubbing everything back over to make sure there's it's a clean mm-hmm. sound so um at least yeah. now like it i to me, it was tough because looking at the beginning scene, it was a little out of focus on the new one when they're coming into the junkyard. But that's how the original yeah. one was. It was kind of out of focus on the over city shots. And I felt like it was like a huh. purposeful move. And rolling shutter is a film thing that I look for like in almost every new thing and being like, are they using a good camera? Are they using friggin' rolling shutter cameras where it hurts my eyes? And this seemed like film to me. This looked filmy. Yeah, they probably use like Panavision. Um, 
and there's and a way Kodak to there's a way to look that up. Stuff. Yeah, it actually looked like film and had the grain, which I thought was amazing. And that's the stuff. Yeah. And it was didn't hurt my eyes on any of the movements. Where some things I'm watching a show and they're <laughs> panning the down from the sky. It's like and I'm like, oh, stop it, stop panning with that camera, or stop yeah. tilting down to, with these cameras that are rolling shutters. So, and for all, those yeah. that don't know what rolling shutter is versus global shutter, rolling shutter is it where matter. it matters. So for us, it matters for everyone just to understand this. So the top of your imagine you're watching a TV screen and your picture is being captured in swipes instead of swiping down. Yes, swiping down. So when you're moving sideways, it hurts your eyes because it's not getting a whole picture where global shutters like film. It's like, here's a full frame. Boom, 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 boom. And so everything looks like you're real. Trees don't bend sideways when you whip your head around. They shouldn't do it with your camera. But people have gotten obsessed with like these low light freaking stupid rolling shutter cameras for cinema and i hate it so point being this movie is great it's film it's worth watching yeah the original is great you should watch the original but also make sure you go watch the new one um i have can i go into a list of things that i liked on the new about the the new one things i thought the original one got better Mm -hmm. and then things i didn't like yes please Okay. Here goes Dolly's r- list. Like Drum them. roll. Hey. <laughs> there's, there's a flange or two in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so things I liked of the new one. The shot of Tony during Maria where he's standing in the puddle. During the song. And yeah. the, you can see lights. Like, um, like, you know when you toss a pebble in still water and then yes. it makes those ripples? That's yeah, what yeah. this puddle is doing behind him and it looks amazing um ariana debose can we just can we do a hand clap do a hand clap eric for for maria's character for no for um the actress who played uh anita in the new one oh oh yes yes yeah she's amazing so um dude she is amazing in it like i I'm going to, I'll probably say this till I die. Anita, sorry. Yeah. Anita Mm -hmm. in the original played by Rita Moreno is it for me. She's the first person I fell in love with in this role. Mm -hmm. Um, She has like the, because Rita Moreno won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. I saw the the, the footage of that actually. Yeah. Um, She's like, I can't believe the this. first Latin. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what she's done for the Latin community, like what she represents to the Latin community is huge. just beyond. Um, yeah, it's huge. Um, so I had um, I was skeptical of anyone else playing this role. Um, and it is different. Like it would. Obviously, it's different. It's you a can't different person. Recreate that. Yeah. It's a different time. Yeah, um, but sh- she's so like captivating and mesmerizing in this movie. You can tell she's um, in charge. Basically, is the is the role that I got. Like, yeah. oh, she's a strong leader. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. She, um, yeah. Like what she brought to this role is, um, like just the essence of like a strong woman. Like whether it is, like the latin character that this movie is but yeah i I feel like it crosses ethnicities um 
this I said this already the singing was so much better than the original um the Latin characters were actually played by Latin people which is what which is, which is a amazing. lot more of what happens these days which is way better because then it's not like yeah. hey we put a white white guy in this spot but we made his skin a little more tan looking and we're calling him Puerto Rican you're like no we have Puerto Rican actors who would love to do this yeah yeah and not only were they just Latin actors but like uh afro latino actors mm-hmm. um which i feel are vastly underrepresented and excuse me um i feel like are vastly underrepresented in movies um the depiction of those stories aren't really told yeah um so i thought it was great um there was no subtitles in the movie. In sp- like when Spanish was being spoken, mm-hmm. you heard the Spanish. Like there Which was no cool. subtitles. And I didn't even think about yeah. that. I don't know. I'm not. I don't like subtitles usually anyway. And so just hearing yeah. Spanish, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then the in the new one, the officer is like English. He's like telling him like speak English yeah. so I can understand you. And I'm just like, and I'm like. Pr- you, I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. I'm like, oh, I'm in with them. I'm not with this police officer that doesn't know Spanish. And I don't know Spanish, but I felt <laughs> like I was part of that conversation where they're whispering in Spanish. I'm like, yeah, let's, let's get this. Don't let this guy hear this. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm thinking, but can I tell you what they said? Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. But yeah. I felt like it included me in that, even though I know nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. But that was, that's um, a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Rita Moreno is in this new one. She plays Valentina, who is the widow of Doc. Or widow's, yeah. Doc's widow. Doc's that widow. That was a weird way to say that. Wi- um, well, no. Um, widow, widow of Doc, yeah. Because Doc died. Right. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> yeah. Doc's widow, I Doc's guess. widow, yeah. Um, so they they, they um, twisted and, it not having Doc be a staple, but her in there, which was a cool. I thought that was a great great thing, and it and it showed that they were an interracial couple years prior, which is kind of just saying like decades prior, yeah. yeah all the things that were like tabooed, basically, they were like, you know what, forget this, we're gonna we're gonna stay together. I saw something recently. Yeah. There was um this was a, a real story. It was on Instagram or um. I think it was maybe Facebook. I don't know. But it was um a, it was a picture of a lady and her husband that are 90 they've been married 70 something years and they're in their 90s now. And he's black, she's white and she in her, in the 50s her family um like it showed the side by side picture and now and then her family disowned her because of her love for her husband and they're like still married and together. Yeah. It was so awesome. So that probably popped up after I watched the movie. Facebook knows that I'm watching things that are about like reconciliation and it just wants to throw up something that's similar that I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. great, great. The algorithm yeah. was trying to get me, but it was, it's, it's really cool. In your favor. Yeah. yeah. Working in my favor, but it was really yeah. cool to see that. Cause I'm just like, Oh, you know what? They were like, you know what? Screw you guys trying to like separate us because of our race. Be like, we'll show you. And the rest of the family is probably dead. <laughs> they're doing just fine. Yeah. Or they're in yeah. their late eighties. So there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real life story. Um, Take that and put that in your pipe and smoke it. Smoke it. (laughs) And um, so uh, Valentina played by Rita Moreno. And to go back to what I said about how she, how Rita Moreno always um, described the scene in Doc's shop as Mm -hmm. the rape scene. Yeah. She calls 
as Valentina, she calls the boys rapists. That's right. After, that was very impactful. Yeah. Yeah. After um, Anita walks into the shop and gets jumped by the boys. Yeah. Um, she breaks it up and turns to all the boys and is like, I saw, like, I've seen you um, grow, grow up, up yeah. in front of me. I know who you guys are and you've turned into rapists and they all hang their heads and don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, Cause she like calls them out and on it. And she's like so shook it, up and walks, walks away. She, just like, she's like, I'm so disappointed in you and be like, what else? What else? As a kid, you're like, um, I'm going to change my ways. Like what, what are we, what do we yeah. do now? And what yeah. I liked and what, Oh gosh, what stung me in the new scene of, of, or in the new movie of that scene is Anita so after Valentina breaks it up Anita stands up and tells them that um she, out of spite she makes up that Chino killed Maria yeah out of um anger th that's true to the first and um, the second movie yeah yeah but then she turns to Valentina and she's like you're a traitor like how could you as a Puerto Rican woman um be so that's right um, yeah. intertwined and enabling of these boys um, yeah, and to Rita leaves. Moreno's character um, and yeah. it's it's so good like that exchange is so good it's so yeah. heavy um, loved it I um, was hoping it would there'd be just a different ending on the new one from the original and people probably would have been sure. outraged but I was really hoping Tony didn't have to die <laughs> and maybe they learn yeah. their lesson and they decide to not fight and, and and they decide to get along by the end and the couple can live happily ever after i was really hoping for a change and then when it didn't i was like as soon as the credits rolled first of all i was the only one in the theater besides this couple that this couple that awkwardly sat right behind me um and they and I got there too early because I was so bored from being at home for so long <laughs> that I, I went in and there was no background ads playing or anything dead silent, right? So I'm sitting there just by myself, silent. just silence. And it was like 15 minutes before the movie is supposed to start, but they didn't even have ads playing yet or new V or whatever oh these gosh. things are. And so this, uh, yeah. it's silent. I got this small Sierra <laughs> Mist, which is the size of like a, a, the largest soda like I've ever seen. Ounce. Yeah, it's a small. <laughs> it's like a liter of soda. It's huge. But I was... It's a two liter. <laughs> but, but, I, but I will say... <laughs> I will say this, and because last week we talked about maybe maybe me having COVID, and I did, and so um, yeah, things you for sure did. Yeah, so so things taste different to me now, where like desserts and sugar is like intense. Where like I I had oh, really? a nut, this is like a side note, but I had a nutty buddy those like chocolate peanut butter things. <laughs> that it's so salty, I could barely eat a whole one. Like sugar yeah. and soda are like, or my vitamins are like so sugary. So I think I have a sensitivity to sugar now, but the Sprite I drank, I ended up drinking about an inch of it fully, but just little sips of it was so intense. I was like, this is <laughs> incredible. <laughs> so I was, so I was sitting there. What kind of soda was it? It was Sierra Mist. It wasn't even Sprite. <laughs> they had Sierra Mist at the theater. <laughs> So, so I'm, I, I, dr I drink like an inch and a half of it through the whole movie. And by the way, normally I don't make it through a whole movie, but I didn't want to have to get up. And so I just held it. I had to, I didn't, I had to pee, but I was like, no. Yeah. So I just kept drinking, sipping this soda, but the people come in the, and they, 
And so they don't say anything. They walk up and they sit like two two seats behind me, one row back, and no one else is in the theater. Yeah. And I was like, it's almost like a theater to ourselves or to yourself. And then I was like, except for those guys that just came in. But I just said that. They just nodded at me, didn't say a word. And then the sound hadn't kicked on yet. So it was this awkward, just like silence. So I got back on my phone. Then all of a sudden, the, the, the preview thing started. I was like, thank God. <laughs> But I they almost... probably thought the giant soda was your date. They're like, uh, is his date not coming back? Is she just leaving here? Yeah, look at this charming couple. <laughs> just you and, you and your Sierra Mist. So I should have just sat, instead of sitting on the first row of the upper section, I should have sat in the back row of the lower section. I wouldn't have had to have any conversation. I would have been far enough away from them. But either way, it was three yeah. people in the theater for the whole movie. So... <laughs> pretty safe uh it was just like amazing that um yeah <laughs> so everything's more intense yeah. now taste wise so i have to be careful on sugar which is probably healthy for me <laughs> i've lost 10 pounds in the last week to be honest nine pounds have you really yeah nice <laughs> yeah probably because i had a better eating habit when i wasn't when i was quarantining in my room <laughs> and i wasn't snacking and i was having meals brought to me so i got, didn't get to choose my yeah. own portions and snack whenever i wanted so it, it goes to show Science. what you eat does matter so I have to, yeah. i'm doing better now i'm only 211 pounds nice. but i was 219 before covid so yeah um yeah so either way i caught this movie at the very tail end of my non-exposure portion of my quarantine where i was way past exposure so i was safe when i went to the movie um, the real life yeah. stories of some of the original cast members are also pretty i wanted to dive into that a little because natalie wood's story yeah. like is crazy because there's the supposed murder where she just like goes missing and it's still an open case yeah mia mia yeah and let's I, get into it yeah so um she was married to robert wagner the actor mm -hmm. um or producer or something he did the Wagman. the Wagman. <laughs> so what's weird this is why people think christopher walken is a serial killer not serial killer but has killed someone before because he he just I, I don't think he has uh he just has like he he's played enough bad guys at different times. He's just a little like quirky and weird, but he was a family friend of Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood when they were married and they were on, they were on Catalina Island and had on a boat on a boat staying on like their boat yeah. had money. They were going out for dinner and then Robert and yeah, Robert and Chrissy. uh, Chris, Chrissy, thanks Christopher Walken get in an argument about Natalie Wood after dinner as they're walking back to the boat this was the story that was told and then natalie's like done with it they're probably they probably had one too many drinks this is one thing about alcohol that i've yeah. noticed notice that people laughed a little too hard some, leaned in a little too close yeah no i don't know what happened actually yeah. but there was an argument <laughs> yeah. about yeah about her maybe he maybe they're like well don't talk to my don't look at my wife that way or whatever who knows i don't know but he who was knows? they were all staying on the same boat she excuses herself and goes to bed and I just feel like some of these bad things happen after people have been like drinking heavily or partying. And then these like alcohol just um, emphasizes some of the emotions that happen. Um, Can I ask a question? Yeah. When when did this happen? 19, I don't, 1981. I don't know when she... November 19th, 1981, I believe. Because so two months. It's I... probably fair. It's probably fair to say drinking was probably part of the night. They were saying they'd been out to some dinner. Little extra. Oh, you think you know, based on the too, year? Little toot, little toot toot here and there. What's the toot toot? 
They're doing drugs up, up the their nose. butt. Oh, <laughs> I was like, they're they're suppositoring <laughs> drugs. Uh, sure. No, there you know, been, there could have um, been something crazy going on. So the story like that the Christopher smell Walken of cocaine, told, which he gets pissed about it when someone asks about, because people still bring it up, and he's like, I've said everything about this night that sure. happened and so i can understand like your friend because he was a family friend your friend's like dead and then people keep bringing it up for years and years so in the 90s he was done with it um but he had said she had gone to bed then they him and robert argued for a while and then they went to bed and she had gotten up or something they thought to like tie up a dinghy or a loose boat that was a the dinghy that's attached to their boat because probably because you take that out from the restaurant to get to your boat and then just was never seen again like she fell over but it, it just seemed like suspicious behavior but why would she why would she yeah. get up well, to do that she... when she went to bed yeah when there's two guys on the boat who may have gone to bed they thought maybe she got up and slept walked and fell off that was the story and that's why it just seemed fishy but so yeah. her, Natalie Wood and I were in the world together for two months, a little over two months wow. before she you went, before she exited. And I was nowhere <laughs> near California when I was two months old. So couldn't have been me. Yeah. But I, I and feel like my... there's something fishy about that. I don't think that uh, Christopher Walken did it, did that, did it. I don't think he killed her. <laughs> Are you going to cry? I don't think he did it. <laughs> Because he's my hero. No. Um, he's my hero. No, I, I actually do like Christopher Walken a lot. But I just think it's an unfortunate accident. And who knows? Maybe Robert Wagner is guilty. I don't. It's hard to say. No one's had concrete evidence. So there's a documentary about it that yeah. after watching that movie popped up on one of the streaming networks. And it shows like a hand going mm. under the water. It's like Natalie Wood, something <sighs> or other. And I'm just like, but then I can't find it. I looked for it today. I don't know what... I don't know what network it was on and it's gone. So somewhere. Yeah. Unsolved mystery of that. And another interesting fact, Tony's character, um, something Bame or uh, the actor, the actor who played Tony in the original. Um, Bame Jr. was his last name. So he was doing a movie in Italy when uh, the same Richard Bimer. Richard. Yeah. Junior. His dad uh, moved them to Hollywood and like when he was a teen or something, but he was doing a movie in Italy and he met this like high school girl when he was there. And I think he was about the same age. Otherwise the story would get creepy. Um, and he, they became good friends and just like, he thought she was someone that would have talent. And then she moved back to the States. Guess who that was? Sharon Tate. He met Sharon Tate when Sharon Tate was in high school in Italy. And then uh, probably uh, her parents were over there from the U.S. and then came back to the U.S. And then Sharon Tate's story ties into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and all the stuff we know about the Manson murders. So it's this weird, like, crazy thing where everyone's, like, linked up somehow. And if you look at the if you um, look at the new new movie, you can't get that history with those people because the time hasn't passed yet. So it's just kind of cool. That's why the old stuff's cool. Yeah. And also Richard Beimer and Russ Tamblin mm-hmm. were both in Twin Peaks, the show. Yeah, they oh um, that's right. And and Russ Tamblin's daughter is Amber Tamblin, who's an act actress. She's great. Amber well. Tamblin. Um, What's she in? Oh, I don't have my phone yeah. on. Um that name uh, is she really was married fun. to David Cross for a moment. Or for some time. Or I think they're still married, maybe. Amber um, Tamblin. Oh yeah! Wait a minute. So Russ Tamblin yeah, you know was was a uh, riff. It's her papa. Yeah. 
Oh, is she really married to yeah. David Cross? David Cross is another one of my heroes just because of Arrested Development and his, his character of yeah. Tobias. He's just so freaking Shorts. funny. Oh, I totally recognize yeah. her. Yeah. Um, what I thought the original got better was um, some of... Um, well, the, the like anger... I think the ang- the the like Puerto Rican anger I think got um was better in mm-hmm. uh the original than the new one. Um I mean and you know this because I've you know how obsessed I am with the original. The uh, song, so you know how angry um, I am. <laughs> and <laughs> no. you you know this. <clears throat> and you know they, they nailed the anger. <laughs> <laughs> um no the um Oh what's that song? Uh, you're never alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't. I when can't you're a jet. Well. I think when that's the song. Jet. Okay. Yeah. When you're a jet. Um, but there's a line in there where it's a line of dialogue in the middle of the song. And it's Riff. And he turns to the jets. And he's like, um, he's telling them about the dance. That everyone's going to go to the dance. And like, yeah. you're not going to question me. You're going to go to the dance. And he goes, meet Tony and I at the dance of the 10 and walk tall. And then someone, one of the other gang members goes, uh, we always walk tall. Like it's <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And, and the way <laughs> that you, so theater the way you just kid, created so it is perfect. Yeah. Well, so the guy <laughs> yeah. that plays meet Tony and I at the dance, <laughs> we always walk so tall. Good. Um, yeah, the, we always walk tall. Um, man, why can't I say his name? Bernardo. Uh, the new, yeah. the when he was a kid, like really young, he was like, um, Bill, he was in the play for Billy Elliot. Um, and he was one of the three oh. guys that won an award. And as a kid, they have an interview with him and, and they're like, um, how are you like Billy? He's like, well, uh, Billy liked dancing and I love dancing and I would like to dance anytime yeah. I possibly well, can. So I thought, do he you did know his great. story? The kid or the guy? It's pretty crazy. He like. Uh, he was a ballet dancer, was in theater, mm-hmm. um, and then joined the army. And oh, then wow. after the army, did like a backpacking trip through like Latin America and then ended up in Mexico. Um, like a three-year thing. Oh, like wow. insane. <clears throat> and so when West Side Story gets announced that it's going to be like produced and made Mm-hmm. They hunt him down and are like, "You're gonna like." They find him in Mexico because they are saw like, hey, him. We've years been looking before. for you forever. Yeah, yeah, because he was still like in the theater world, and um, so he gets casted, and then his army buddies see all the promotion for him, and they're like, "Dude, is this you?" And he's like, "Yeah." So something you don't know about me? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah it's like i was a ballet dancer and like just insane. and they, they, they give him a like, hard time about it and stuff yeah yeah just because they think, didn't know i think he I mentioned that in the interview because there was like a behind the scenes of the new west side story and he talked about it for a second but i forgot about that yeah the um yeah but it's crazy they hunted him down and the the girl who played anita um she was just Ariana? coming in for uh, like being a dancer and stuff, and they and then eventually they're like, oh. then she came, she had to do the dancing audition, and she did a speaking audition, and then after a couple of times they're like, you're our Anita, 
and they but she wasn't coming in That's she was crazy. coming in to be an extra and they realized instantly how good of a dancer she was and then she got that yeah. that role yeah so it's That's just so cool great. how you know it's all fate it's all fate not fate it's all luck. fake no no fate <laughs> no it's like it seems like fate but it's really it's all fake it's luck how someone and the fact that they hunted the one guy down they just had a casting person yeah, that David. knew what they were doing yeah david yeah. something or other yeah so David's so overall so i feel like the old the classics are always the classics for a reason the new one i thought yeah. was was like highly entertaining and really well done and the camera angles and all the stuff they did. And they incorporated a gun in the new one, which they didn't have in the first. Yeah. Well, I've got two lessons never about mind. the original. They did have a gun in the, uh, in there the, was a gun in the yeah, original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, I thought the ending was more climactic in the original than in the new one. Like, although the mm -hmm. new one looks prettier, yeah, it's the acting and just, um, uh, the dynamics of the scenes within that ending. Yeah. Or, sorry, the, uh, I guess the angle choices within um, that mm -hmm. scene yeah, yeah, of I the agree. original is so much better for well, me. Well, I, I um, felt like the fact that she was behind, they were at the basketball courts and it wasn't in the street. And she was, yeah. she was behind a, a bar, like a cage look already it was almost like they were yeah. separated too far away and then when they come running towards each other like they made it and then you see that and you're like no and then yeah and so it just like made it that much more intense when it like opened into what it did yeah yeah and um last thing the the gym scene in the original like the mm -hmm. color schemes in the original i like so much more than the new one like in the original, the sharks are in purples and greens, I think. Mm -hmm. The guys are wearing purples. The jets are wearing, like, mustards, like yellow. Yeah. And Very 60s Russ Tamblin. Yeah. And just the, like, how they shot it, how drastically, um, or, like, visually uh, distant, uh, or... What am I trying to say? Like visually opposite of each other, those two colors are. Yeah. Um, it it just makes the, the whole spectrum. thing. I thought just so great. I thought the and original then, was a super colorful film, and I really love the yeah. look of it. I thought that the the music was on par for the dance scene on the first and the second. Both the songs sounded great. The recordings. Yeah. The da da You know mm -hmm. those. That song, yeah. which no Mumbo, one, if someone go. hasn't seen da, 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 da. it, then it, no one knows. Da, 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 da. Just watch it. Da, da, um, da, da, da. But yeah. the dancing, the move, like the way it was shot, of course, the new one, I love the look of that. But there was something about the dream sequence, or not dream sequence, when um, Tony and Maria see each other for the first time and like her, are like everything's blurry around them. The new one, it's almost yeah. like time stands still and there's like flat. Uh, flash motions in front of them with people's arms and legs swinging uh, but the old one was like yeah. they used a diopter or something to blur the edges of the view and it's just like focused right on her and I kind of like it was like uh, tunnel vision on the original and the new one just seemed like yeah. special effects well, yeah and then they because the song the song at the dance is a mambo and then when Tony and Maria see each other, it turns into a waltz. And yeah. um, the like the 
the lighting dims down and then it's just the two of them. It's just so like brilliantly coordinated. The original. Like all aspects of it in the original. Yeah. Yeah. Where in the new one, it's like, they meet, here's they go a behind scene. The like here's the mambo scene. Yeah. This is like a secret little scene with the two of them. And then everything is revealed again. Like when they and come I, back into the And I felt like the anamorphic, they were, this is a film thing, but they were using anamorphic lenses or something where the light streaks were all like all the lighting was really cool yeah. on the new one. Like where they had these like purplish bluish lights and it was like dreamy, but it definitely like didn't feel as natural of a setup for those those scenes it was dreamy for sure but i think like being in the middle of the floor and going into that was like very much like what real life would be like i would think yeah and what russ tamblin brought to the original movie like his dance his dancing ability say his, in the what's original? his character again riff riff yeah yeah because he does the like uh he stands out in two scenes to me. One, the um, when you're a jet, because mm-hmm. he's like doing backflips and stuff. Oh, and in um, the song Officer Crumpke. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, he does like his dancing. That is amazing, too. But at the dance as well, he's like showing off like very peacocking on the dance floor. Yeah. Um, and it's well, in the original, the new guy, the new actor is um, I can't think of his name right now, but who plays Riff, but he is like scrawnier, scrawny kid kind of. Um, yeah, he was good. He was good, too. But he they were yeah. saying that uh, Russ Tamblin was known for his like acrobatics and his like he was jumping up on the bars and doing this stuff. And it's like very like physical. Yeah. And he's a he was bigger. He was like ripped more. And the Riff, the new mm-hmm. Riff looked like the scrawny like this guy's a leader because like you don't know why he's the leader maybe <laughs> yeah and the old one was like this guy's the leader so but it's still cool yeah it was still cool but the thing i was gonna say the yeah, scene okay. where they're arrested by the cops i forget with the original one how it happens but the new one they're in the like getting questioned by the cops and then they break into that song and just destroy the police station <laughs> and i thought it was done right really well. so in the original they don't get hauled in they never get hauled They're in. They're singing the, it outside. It's the song Officer Crump, Crumpke. Yeah. They do it outside of Doc's um, shop. I feel like right after the dance, they do it outside of the sh- Like the night of the that, dance. Oh, that's right. They go to the shop that's and right. have it there. Um, so there were some, the some of those differences get... I liked. In the new movie, they're like... Yeah. They're in the police station, and he's like, we're not going to tell them a thing. He's like, they want us to tell them what they want to hear, but we're not telling them a thing. And then they break into the song and just, like, rip up all the papers, and it was cool. Yeah, and the in the new one as well, um, they changed location of where and who sings um, Stay Cool Boy. or I don't know what the yeah. actual name of the song yeah, is, but yeah. that's kind of the repetitive phrase in it. Um it's Tony and Riff singing it in the new movie. Mm-hmm. In the original, it was um, the the guy who's picked as the best jet fighter. Yes. And oh. the rest of the uh, gang members. Fun fact and about oh, dude, that that's, actor. That scene is amazing. It's like a parking garage. The original? And they turn on all the car lights. It's amazing. Yeah, the original scene I liked on that one. And the new one's still yeah. like... 
they're on the edge of like a broken bridge overlooking the city and jumping when they um tony's trying yeah, to take the, the gun docks. away from riff and but the drop yeah there's holes in the in the area they're dancing around and trying to take the gun and like any of them could have dropped through on that stuff so it was kind of like adding yeah. a little edge of like kind of like in sword fighting movies when they're up on like the mast fighting and you're like what are you doing you're all about to fall like 40 feet um but the the actor who um who set who was the fighter and sang that song stay cool boy that was his only role In the original? yeah that was his only film he ever oh. did because they were okay. saying that he was uh, openly gay and that was like a death sentence at that time for careers and so yeah. he did that movie and after that he just kind of bowed out of hollywood and they're like even in hollywood they're just talking back to like 60 years ago so um but he was like right. the guy they they so that was his one role his big role and he did a great job he's known for that so someone kept asking me or not kept asking me but someone asked a couple of people asked me like what i thought about the film um especially with Spielberg taking it over um, yeah. or his iteration of West Side Story. Um, and I sum it up to like Spielberg is always going to be Spielberg. Like his night shots are his bread and butter. Like not that yeah. his day, day stuff. But the night stuff was like gorgeous wow. and fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Like that's where, like that's him it started with et um, like he just knows how all of it works together do you know what i mean like he knows mm -hmm. exactly what things to place how to capture um actors but but uh like uh um, lighting on faces the background moon. yeah 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 all the elements of a scene at night um, so so the the second one shined at night for sure compared to the first yeah i mean yeah you got a lot of lot of decades of advancements throughout that whole time too, but he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, there's like signatures that certain directors have that I that I love. So, Wes Anderson, it's all about yeah. the big two two dimensional worlds that are giant shots with little sure. things happening in them, and uh, Spielberg's up there too. I mean, he's his his whole story is amazing, like finding a closet at Universal and putting his name on it, a janitor's closet, sneaking in and then showing up on movie sets and then getting a job. Like that yeah. he was the last person to show up and do that at Universal Studios or whatever. Yeah. Or Universal yeah. Pictures. I just, it, yeah. I think they're both I mean, the original is always gonna have a place in my heart, but the new one is just fantastic. Like it just feels so much more. I feel like I know the character so much more in the new one. Um, and what about the one that Cher yeah. did, where she played every single character? Did what? <laughs> this was as a joke. I think it was on like, it was on um, one of the reviews of West Side Story, the two different ones, and it said like, except for okay. that '80s share version, and just she's like, I play every single character, and then it went to like a cutaway <laughs> to something else, and I'm like, someone would have to see that. I don't think that was it. Could have been yeah. a stage production she did or something. There's no way that Cher oh, did a funny. full West Side Story. But I I think most oh, that's, that's why it's cool to have as things have advanced so much having movies redone now because you get a whole new spin on something and they 
and like Steven Spielberg was trying to honor the original. He wasn't trying to like be like I'm gonna sp- I'm gonna spiel this thing, and change it. Yeah. So it's cool I'm when spiel this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Spielberg this yeah. thing. Um, but it's like yeah. they try to like recreate or they do it in a different way. If they're like, hey, you know, uh, things have it's been long enough, we could do something a little different. But they like stayed true to all that, which was cool. Yeah, and I'm glad. I had a fear of. One of my favorite films is Psycho. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it was made by Alfred Hitchcock. It was redone oh, yeah. in the early 2000s. American Psycho, right? I feel. That's what it was called. No, no, no. American Psycho is completely different. Oh. They redid Psycho, but a shot for shot with Vince Vaughn as... Um, the killer? What's that character's name in that... He plays the guy. Okay, the he guy. plays the guy in it. Yeah. Um, and, oh, I love this woman. I can't think of her name either. The She's original? a redhead. Um, no, in the remake. Oh. Um, uh, oh, man. She was in The Kids Are All Right. She was in Magnolia. She was oh, in. Oh, Julianne Moore. Um, yeah, Julianne Moore. I really yeah. like Julianne Moore. Uh, yeah. She's in it. Oh, nice. Uh, but it's a shot-for-shot shot remake. remake. Oh, wow. And there's interviews where the director is like, yeah, we would pull up the original and, like, watch it and then re- reconstruct the scene. Like, you just, like, watch frame like, by exactly frame. Exactly, shot-for-shot. So, like, yeah. no storyboarding. Be like, our storyboard's done. We're just trying to recreate this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it failed miserably. Like, it just laid flat because it wasn't... There's nothing different or unique. Yeah, like the what I think a big contribution to movies and shows and all that stuff is that actors, I mean, when they're done well, is that um, actors bring their own twists or like their own um, uh, not inspiration. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, the, their flair yeah, to something. Yeah, like they contribute more depth in characters that could be like it could be just lifted off the page like they yeah you know just understand the characters or whatever but i think every once in a while they can bring new elements to something that um wasn't originally planned i guess yeah well no i mean that's why you have your favorite actors and you're like oh they're doing this movie i'd love to see it because they're gonna add their element of it and you don't yeah. You don't get and if to in one way them doing a shot for shot recreation and take adding nothing to it is kind of masterful cuz it's hard to do. So sure. and that that's like a feat worth achieving that's like oh you actually did it. But if it doesn't add any new spin at all you're like well why not just watch the original. Um but it's just yeah. it's it would be interesting to see and the original actress could never shower after filming that movie. She like in her personal life, she was so scared from that scene that she could she told like in interview, she's like, I haven't been able to shower since shooting that movie because she thinks someone's going to be there with a knife. Dude, guess who her daughter is. You'll never freaking guess the original actress, you know, who? Yeah. Guess who her daughter is. Who? You want me to guess? Really? Freaking. Yeah, I guess. 
Mandy Moore. <laughs> I'm just, I don't no, have no, no Much clue. younger. Or I mean, the, I mean, Mandy Moore was, is much okay, younger. Okay, I'm looking up the app. Jamie Lee. Curtis? Oh, I, yeah. okay, I knew this. This is Janet Lee. Okay. Yeah. That's, now that I see an old picture of Janet Lee. Okay, that's crazy. And yes. then, dude, there was a Halloween where she dressed up like her mom, and it blew my mind. Like, the nerd, Jimmy Lee. the movie cinema nerd that I am, I was giddy mm -hmm. all night. You mean she dressed she up played, like her mom she, from a movie? In the movie. from the Yeah, from Psycho. Oh, she, like, put wow. on the wig. She did the, um, it's like the button-up dress. The like blue dress in it. Oh yeah, yep. I so see that, a picture. I mean, cycle was shot in black and white, but you know what I mean. Alfred Hitchcock was a master of like the element of like not showing everything, but seeing shadows and stuff, and you the assuming of what's actually happening. And so when movies now are more just like we're showing you every gory moment of something, and it was like the cutaways, so it kept it like less less intense even though it was like very intense it was just like it, it's still shocking but it was done in such like a artful way and he never left um san francisco or maybe he i mean i'm sure he went to la at some point but he kept all his films like filming where he lived and he's like nope i'm not mm -hmm. going to you guys down in hollywood which i thought was cool from west side story to, from us to alfred you. hitch alfred hitchcock and the scary movie psycho we've covered it all and also the mat, the murder mystery of Natalie Wood. We've gotten this is a darker episode, but it also deals with real life. So deal with that. Did you did you call him Alfridge? Alfridge Hit Hitchcock. Alfred. No, I said Alfred. It was Alfred like on Batman. Alfred Hitchcock for sure. Okay. Yeah, the one blessing that doing virtual recordings gives me mm -hmm. is when i can't actually hear you <laughs> oh yeah and then sometimes <laughs> the I, internet glitches the internet can glitch too which makes it great but, i could have yeah. said alfred but like Alfridge. this one <laughs> yeah like this one i thought you said alfridge last week i thought you said you <laughs> you shared a room with a bird for 20 years I mean, I, it was tw it was twenty years, yeah, but it wasn't a broom; it was a house, <laughs> something yeah. like that. Yeah, That's so funny. Mambo. <laughs> oh wait, you're doing the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> Mambo. we were about to dis we were about to dismiss you uh dismiss it sounds like class is out uh this was a learning experience but we were about to dismiss and say thanks for joining us and then we were like holy cow we forgot yeah. a couple key things so we're here for a minute with you with dolly yeah it would be a disservice if we didn't include this into this podcast okay I kind of had to twist Eric's arm, but here we are. It was worth it. I just hit it record again. It was easy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So my, uh, I accost my friends on Instagram. Had, it's Dolly, you don't seem like the person that does that. Yeah, I, that's me. Yeah. Hey. No, no, no. Um, yeah, you don't do that. 
Um, you don't but do that. I... <laughs> <laughs> like a question. Um, where, you don't. No, no. Do you? No, you never. Um, I look forward to award season. Peak yes, Giddy Dolly is me thriving watching the Golden Globes, the Oscars, the Emmys from my living room, posting and commenting on the winners and just events. And as the, of the night, night goes on, continuing the posts that get better and better. Yeah. They get better and better with each post. And it's easily yeah. like 15 Instagram stories, at least. Um, yeah, you don't care about the number. No, not on that night. I'm not self-conscious mm-hmm. on that night. Um, That's fine. <laughs> yeah so this year uh has started off a little different um usually in january the golden globes are broadcasted <clears throat> the golden globes are put on by the hollywood foreign press and over the past maybe like five six years um they've been getting a bad rap or people have been calling them out and rightfully so um that the people that are picked to win or um, the leaders of their board are um, white. Like a couple years ago, there was a Golden Globe so white. Um, oh, uh, like hashtag, hashtag or something. Yeah. yeah. So they're <clears throat> saying the, the people that are voting on this, there's not diversity in the group. Yeah, in the group, but also the winners. Um, mm-hmm. and it's been, uh, okay. it's not a yeah. shock to people of color. Like they're the very few winners who have been people of color are very slim. Um, and so this year they weren't broadcasted. Mm-hmm. They were still, um, picked and announced via, mm-hmm. you know, the internet, um, and through social media, the winners were announced. <clears throat> were they worried about just getting slammed on the online and stuff like that? Or what was the... Mm-hmm. What? No, so NBC usually broadcasts the um, the recording of the or sorry they broadcast the show right and then they do like yeah. a um, like a re-airing of it later. Um, and they announced months ago that they were not going to broadcast the award show because of the changes that needed to happen within the Hollywood Foreign Press. So kind of taking mm. a stance on... Um, like, we are going to be better. Yeah, like, you need to be better because we're not accepting this anymore, right? Hollywood Foreign wait, Press... Wait, and who N- said that? NBC. Oh, NBC, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so this year, I it was a bummer. It's a real bu- bummer for me because I love award shows. I love the Golden Globes. And you missed out. And I missed out a bit, but Ariana DeBose, who plays Anita in the new West Side Story, won Best Supporting Actress, um, which is fantastic. Like, it's amazing um, because she is Afro-Latina and it just it means a lot to me. um, And there's been so many people within the Latin community that, um, you know, find this as a big win um, because diversity and um, Oh gosh, what is that word? Uh, re- representation really does matter. Um, yeah. So well, seeing like the, someone when, when kids are watching at home and seeing someone like, hey, I could be up there and do that. Yeah, yeah. she looks just like me. I can do that someday. Like knowing mm-hmm. that there are more options than um, typically what a person has seen 
uh, their yeah. community, uh, like the the careers or jobs that um, people right. they've seen in right, the community right. obtain. Um, like it, it opens endless possibilities for them. Opens doors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so the fact that it wasn't broadcast, is that like a disservice because this is the year that like people were winning right. that would have been better to hear a speech or well, do something like that. It almost seems like a shunning of the winners. Right. In this, li- listen, I love conspiracies. I love making them up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like spinning out and I have a few thoughts because, okay. so Ariana DeBose won. She rightfully so de- de- deserved it. Deserves it. Just it deserves it. Um, Rachel Zegler, who plays Maria in the new West Side Story, also won Best mm-hmm. Lead Actress, and mm-hmm. West Side Story won as Best Musical. Um, That's awesome, dude. I'm so worked up. I'm out of breath. So you're pissed. Um, you are pissed. I'm yeah. I'm just worked up because I, no, I love great. it, but also it's I it's great that that. That that movie won and those actresses won. Yeah. The fact that they got no speeches and the thing wasn't aired. And then if they come back next year and it's not going to be as diverse, then you're like, what was this about? Right. And MJ Rodriguez, she uh, is in Pose. She was just in um, Tick, Tick, Boom, the Lynn, uh, the Lin-Manuel Miranda movie about Jonathan Larson. Um, I haven't and she's, heard that one yet. Tick, tick, boom. It's real. Oh, it's so good. Right. You got to watch it. Okay. It's on okay. Netflix. Cool. Um, but she won and she's, um, she's the first trans actress to win a Golden Globe. Oh, oh I think you posted that. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I believe that all those actresses and the musical deserved it. Um, but it's a shame that it wasn't broadcasted. And right. I wonder if they were picked because, I mean, and I, this can't be true, but I can't no, help but think they, this you mean, because were they this picked is who because I am. It wasn't, they were, it was picked because they weren't broad, going to broadcast it? Is no, I think, I think they, I think it helped being picked because of such a bad rap and history that the Hollywood foreign press has. Does that make sense? Yeah. But the fact that they didn't air it is a bad strike on that because every other year has been aired. (laughs) Right. But it's, um, so if you're going with that, I think it's very muddy. Like one, I believe wholeheartedly that those actresses deserved their win well yeah no they didn't win just because of uh a status quo thing i think it was actually really good yeah but i think like i can't help but think this and it's, I, again i i'm repeating this over and over and over again because mm-hmm. it's not what i believe but the like the conspiracy dolly in me is like in in hopes to look good I think the Hollywood foreign press used this as a, um, like used it to their advantage to be yeah. like, well, we just picked people of color. Like, like we can't be terrible. We picked these people of color to win in their categories, you know? And that's it's just a, a shame that it wasn't That's a conspiracy side. Well, yeah, that's yeah conspiracy I mean, me. if it, if it was broadcasted, I would say it'd be less conspiracy-esque because you'd be like, okay, it's a, it's yeah. a full production. Um, and I love a good conspiracy. 
And I mm -hmm. always think like there's a chance that like half of what people say are conspiracies is actually true, but it's muddied in with stuff that's like so outlandish, not like this story, but in general uh, conspiracies, there's so many things that are like, you know, there's a, there's people living inside the moon. You're like, okay, but there's other <laughs> things that could make sense. And so, sure. or the earth is flat or things like that, you know, and, and people are like, I was like, well, have you been in a plane? Have you seen the curvature of the earth? And like all these things. But, um, but yeah, I feel like there's a percentage of conspiracies yeah. that could be true. It just feels a little too, like, I'm not racist. I have brown friends. Like that's what yeah, it feels we, like. We've gotten, yeah, we we were there last year. This just this year, all the white people did better, <laughs> or yeah. whatever. You know, they, however it however it said. Um, yeah. I do think I do think the best films should always win, and that's why going against the conspiracy, I'm going to say I think that this was one of the best films of the year, yeah. and it was done so well that the actresses definitely deserved the accolades that they did win. Yeah. Um, but it does seem shady that it didn't get broadcast. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'm, I actually don't know if the Oscar, if Oscar uh, nominations have been announced or not. I would like to see the other award shows it win in some of those other award shows. If it doesn't yeah. win in any of the other award shows, then it does look extra fishy. Well, the Oscars is the only thing. That it would be left. remaining. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the Emmys is just TV. Unless it's the Grammys. No, I'm just kidding. It's music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spirit Awards. Exactly. So when are the Oscars? You know. I don't know, actually. For as many uh, award, award shows, shows that, that you know. I do hope it wins at the at the Oscars. It's got to win something. Two months, baby. Okay. They're going to have it happen. Who, yeah. who hosts those? Oh, gosh. I just closed it. Hold on. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> no, no. It's important. Oh gosh, I hope it's not uh freaking NBC. No, it's it I don't think it's NBC. It's uh it's like CBS cuz I think um one of the Jimmys hosted oh, last right. year. Uh I don't think they've announced who's doing it yet. Um, the two times Ricky Gervais hosted one of them, I forget which one it was, but he roasts he roasts the entire audience there. Like, yeah, he's like, I can't believe you brought me back. And it is it's the it's Emmys. Rough. It was, it the, was Emmys. the Emmys. Yeah. There was Tom Hanks in the audience giving like a like a face like, oh, this is like, oh, watch it. And he was like uncomfortable. But at the same time, it was like, wow, like yeah. that's gutsy. It was gutsy. No matter how you feel about it, it was gutsy. And there was some funny stuff in there. And then other times you're like, whoa, pull, yeah. <laughs> pull it on back. Um, but yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was stolen from us. The Golden Globes were stolen from us this year, rightfully so. But, um, and yeah. I should say that I don't actually know anything about the Hollywood Foreign Press. So me assuming that, I mean, it's a conspiracy. You're talking about a conspiracy, so it's so it doesn't have to be real, but it's just a thought, you know. Yeah. And it was a big win for West Side Story, and that's big how we would like to me. roll this this episode out. Big win for Dolly. Big win for us at the podcast here. Yeah, the world for episode forty eight. The world. <laughs> big win for the world this year, yeah. <laughs> at the Golden Globes. It didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, episode forty eight. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for West Side Story. Oh, also, last thing, last thing, last thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Ar Ariana oh, Debose is hosting SNL this week on Saturday really? when this podcast comes I'm out. So whatever date that is the 16th 
Oh, the 16th. I think you said our podcast comes out on a Saturday. I was like, where have you, you been? <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, Wednesdays. What month is it? Yeah. So yeah. when this comes out, it'll be the weekend that she's there. Cool. Well, I might yeah. watch this week then, too. I'm for sure. It's awesome. Yeah. I may or yeah. may not I don't, call out I sick don't watch of work SNL. Ev- oh, nice. Well, me too. <laughs> Just <laughs> let's have everyone do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goes over well. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for joining us, guys. And check out SNL this weekend. We're yeah. going to promote a show that with someone from another show. For. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get paid by SNL. But I'm a big Ariana DeBose stan now. So please yeah. do it or don't. That, that's okay. It doesn't it impact my life or not. But it, it'll impact your ratings. My so heart. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and make my Dolly's enlar- heart It'll feel impact better. my enlarged heart. So it better um, not be enlarged. That's myocarditis. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into like uh, we'll pandemic. Talk, we'll stuff. talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, talk. we'll see you later. Bye. Hopefully. <laughs>